0: Hello and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. Thank you so much for, you know, listening to the podcast. Like, honestly, I cannot believe that the people who actually take, you know, their time to listen to what I have to say. It's crazy. And I think it's one of the biggest responsibilities because it's not just about, oh, I have a podcast. There's a responsibility wrapped around. The whole concept of having a podcast. These people are listening to you. Um, and the word of God says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So whatever that you hear in general, it builds up to what you believe, it builds your perspective and it builds everything. So I was just praying and I was saying, God, can whatever that I speak on this podcast be exactly what you have. Deposited in me, be exactly what you want me to speak in season. Yes, I'm not perfect. Um, yes, you know, um, I might feel a bit like, uh, is this what I need to speak about? But I know that if I have the peace of God, then that's exactly what He wants me to speak about. And that leads me to today's episode. Um, episode five. I'm so excited about this one, and I can see how God is just leading me from one conversation to another and this is going to tie with what I was just uh, uh, speaking about on episode 4, which was tapping into who God has called you to, you know, to be, and today we're going to be talking about finding your identity in Christ in a world filled with so much influence, like literally every single day you wake up, you're influenced by something, it's either you see it, you hear it, or yeah, watch it. Yeah, because most of the times we're on our phones, we connect on social media, and it's not a bad thing, but what are we consuming? You know, it's very important, and I just want to dive into this one uh, verse that I think everybody, everybody knows, and if you don't know it, it's not a problem. Today, we're going to just, you know, speak about it, and you're also going to be, you know. welcomed in the conversations if I say so uh so you know Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says that I know the plans that I have for you says the Lord that plans to prosper you and not to harm you so let's just break it down it says I know the plans that I have for you not I know the plans that you have written down for yourself It says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And I love that. It it means that the plans that God has for me, they're not to harm me or to make me feel bad or to make me feel depressed. Um, Yes, I think maybe we might be like, God, why am I going through this? Why am I going through that? But I think if we look at the bigger picture, he's saying, that I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. So whatever the enemy has meant for evil, God is going to turn it for good, you know, because he already has the plans for me. Already he has gone before me. He has planned all those things for me. So It is important for us to now go back to it and say, fine, you know, because sometimes we quote the scripture when we, you know, we we have applied for that job and we have the interview and we are excited about it. And it's okay to be excited about it. And then we quote the scripture, I know the plans that God has for me is to prosper me. And I know that this job is for me, right? There's emotion, there's excitement. Yes, you're getting that job, but can we... Go back to it and realize that the scripture says that I know the plans that I have for you. So he knows the plans. Do we know the plans that he has for us? And how do we get to a place of knowing those plans he has for us? Hmm. We need to dig into the word. We need to tap into prayer as God. God, you know the plans you have for me. Can you please reveal them to me, you know, and give me discernment. Let me know if this is what I need to walk into or go into, you know. And that's why I believe that if you have to put down and write your vision board or, you know, put together your vision board, you need to make sure that you pray about this vision board because it's not just about ah I just want to achieve this I want to drive this amazing car I just want to get this job and I just want to have this friends nah you need to sit down and say God it's 2023 what do you want of me and it's it's amazing how throughout the years I would pray and God will say you know I will feel like, okay, this is what I need to do and it, it will align, right? But I think it has always been about me and not about God or what God wants to do in my life. And I realized this this year because it was such a different year. You know, my husband and I always sit down and we always like, what are we doing? I'll be like, what are we doing this year? I mean, last year we did this and that, and it was incredible. And this year, what are we doing? What business are we open? Like, what is happening? You know, it has always been about what God can provide for me, not what I can do in his kingdom. Um, And that was not intentional because I was just generally like, okay, okay, okay. And this year, everything changed for me because when i was just praying in the beginning of the year i said to god what's the word for 2023 i remember i was so puzzled because i was not even sure if it's what it was my word or is a general word that i need to have (laughs) but it was a word for me and god said to me seek me simple like I did, like, you should see my vision board. It's just, (laughs) seek the kingdom of God, and everything will be added unto you. And I was puzzled. I was puzzled, because I I didn't understand it. And I was like, okay, maybe God, you're going to come with more. You know, you're going to come with more. And you're going to just give me that one thing that I need to, like, what am I expanding? What is happening? You know, and God said, seek. I spoke to my husband. He had a similar word. It's just not the same verse, but it was a similar word. God was just like, focus on me, focus on me. And we were just like, God, what is this? What is this? And as the months unfolded, I mean, we're in fab, but still, you know, as the days unfolded. Excuse me. I got to understand what he meant. Because with everything that I had to go through I needed God like I needed him I'm telling you there was nothing that I would do without him there was nothing that I could accomplish without him I couldn't make it a week without him I couldn't make it a day without him I couldn't make it a minute without him and then I understood why God said to me this is the word that I have for you in the season and I needed to accept it I needed to receive it and I thank God that I was able to accept it. Yes, it's not an easy word, is not a oh my gosh, word, I'm excited. Of course I should be excited, you understand? But it's it holds so much responsibility because I need to hear from God. I need to know what God wants of me. And even in times where I feel like, oh my god, like he's quiet. Am I reading his word? Am I am I having conversations about him because that's how he shows up That's that's when he's like yes my girl this is what you need to do yes my girl this is what you need to do so i'm not even sure how this podcast today is going to be structured but this is the word that i had in my heart and i'm sure episode six is going to be exactly what god says i must speak about so listen guys you know this is going to be a beautiful ride because i just need to hear from him as i said so I just want to encourage you that if you've always thought that that vision, what you have, is about you. Change the mindset today and be like, God, I surrender. I'm sorry for making everything all about me. Like sometimes we make everything all about us, like what we deserve, uh, what we desire. Uh, like what should I wear? What should, like all those things are beautiful, but they're under an umbrella, right? They're under an umbrella. But what is the main thing? What is that main thing that we need to focus on? It is God. And I hope that today, you know, as you listen to this podcast, there's a shift in your spirit, there's a shift in your mindset, and there's a change in your mindset. Until next time, until the next episode, stay positive, honeys. Hello and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. I just want to say thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. It's always such a blessing. And um, yeah, I'm so excited for today's episode. I want us to just dive into it. So before we actually do that, I just want to recap on the last um, two episodes where we were talking about, you know, that, you know, understanding the plans that God has for us and also finding our identity in Christ in a world filled with so much influence and yeah so today we're going to be talking about something i think that is going to change our whole lives (laughs) and that is overcoming the cycle of comparison and you know what when i when i think of this i just think of you know how um comparison sometimes just takes away the joy of you know finding our identity in Christ and also understanding the plans that God has for us because imagine if you're comparing yourself to someone else how do you live in a place of understanding the plans that God has for you how do you you know um uh uh, 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 you know become so confident in who you are or secure in who you are um you're in your identity in Christ if you keep on comparing yourself to the next person. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about, overcoming the cycle. The reason why I'm saying the cycle is because, you know, sometimes we overcome this, overcome, you know, that season of comparing ourselves to other people, but we don't really overcome the cycle. We go into it, we come out of it, we go into it, you know, it's just like a cycle. So um, that's why I just wanted to you know, uh, say overcoming the cycle of comparison Uh, because in some seasons you're so secure. You're feeling like, oh, I can do it. You know, you're feeling like everything is going my way. So why do I need to compare myself to the next person? But in some seasons, you know, nothing is working out and all that you can see is, you know, uh, 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 people around you doing so well. And one thing that comes in your mind is comparing yourself to them. So... Today, we, we're going to just dive into um, um, you know, all those keys that are going to help us not to um, compare ourselves to the next person and um i was just praying and i was just asking god how do we do this because you know we cannot just do this with just reading a code and feel like okay i'm done comparing myself to the next person you know um i'm done competing i'm done this i'm done that because comparison leads to competing leads to jealousy so i was just like god How do we do this? Because I believe that if we ask God and we pray about these things, you know, because these things are not going to just disappear. Like our flesh wants to compare. Our flesh wants to compete. Our flesh is filled with so much jealousy. So God, how do I do it? I need to fill my spirit with the word of God. And let's dive into it. So I was just asking God, all right, God how do I stop comparing myself to the next person? You know, Um, and he led me to Mark 12, verse 31. Um, And actually, let me start from 29, Mark 12, verse 29. Um, So it says that Jesus answered, the most important is, listen, Israel, the Lord, our God is the only Lord. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. The second most important commandment is this. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. All right, so I'm going to now emphasize on this one. The second most important commandment is this. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And i was like okay god love your neighbor as you love yourself you love yourself so much that you just do a lot you know of things for yourself you know you you want to do well in life um you want to you know have a good life and here is god saying love your neighbor as you love yourself meaning that the way we love ourselves is the way that we need to love our neighbor and i'm thinking of a in the in the in the in the most literal sense for example like and I think these days we don't have like a neighbor culture thing going on but I think back in the days literally um you know our neighbors are our everything like literally it's like you wake up in the morning and you have to greet them you know and now you wake up in the morning you don't have to greet your neighbor so there's no um you know what do we call um a culture of what can I say? I'm going to say it in, in, in my language now. <laughs> like, like there no, there's, there isn't that um, culture man of, this is my neighbor. Like, literally everybody's doing whatever they want to do. Um, and, you know, we never get to a point where we have conversations with our neighbors at all. And here, God says that, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I, mean, um, I think you would find it so hard, you know, to hate. You know, or compare yourself to someone or something that you like. And it's gonna take us into another scripture, uh, and that is 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 8. And it says that love is patient. Remember, God says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I'm asking myself, how do I get to love my neighbor? Right? So I'm going to 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 to 8, to find out how how does this love actually look like? How do I love my neighbor? How do I have to love my neighbor? Like, how is it going to work out, you know? So this is the answer. Uh, This is the kind of love that I need to have for my neighbor, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love isn't jealous. Come on. I mean, can we read this with understanding? Love is patient, meaning that I need to be patient with my neighbor, all right? That's how I need to love my neighbor. Love is kind, meaning I need to be kind to my neighbor. Love isn't jealous, meaning I cannot compare or even be jealous, right? Towards my neighbor. It doesn't sing its own praises. It's not even prideful, right? Right? Um, it, it's not rude, right? It's not arrogant, right? It doesn't think about itself, come on. And um, it isn't irritable. It doesn't keep track of wrongs. It isn't happy when injustice is done, but it is happy with the truth. Love never stops being patient, never stops believing, never stops hoping, never gives up. Love never comes to an end, right? And I was just like, Lord, love isn't jealous. Love doesn't compare, right? So I'm now understanding that the reason why God had to say this, love your neighbors, you love yourself. He knew that there's going to be comparison in our spirit, in our hearts, in our flesh, right? Right? He knew that there's going to be um, jealousy in communities, you know, small groups and whatever. And that's why he says this, love your neighbor as you love yourself, because he understands that when you start loving those around you, there is no way, there is no way you'll start comparing yourself. There is no way that you're going to start, you know, being jealous, Right. And that's when we genuinely love those around us. And that's when we genuinely love our neighbors. And I was like, Lord, thank you so much for this revelation. Because now I understand the reason why you say I must love my neighbor. It's because the enemy also, let's go back to it, you know. Why do we find ourselves, you know, comparing um, in our lives and how we do things to the next person? Um, You know, why the enemy doesn't love unity the enemy doesn't love us you know um coming together and encouraging each other the enemy does not love or like that at all the enemy wants destruction the enemy wants comparison the enemy wants us to you know be jealous the enemy wants us to just be just you know bad people that's what he wants but god wants us to love each other right And if we love each other, there's unity, right? But if we don't love each other, there's no unity. And we cannot function from a place where there's no unity because we don't grow. And um, if the enemy can bring comparison, the enemy can bring jealousy in in, in our friendships, um, in our families, then he knows that he has won. Because literally, if those things are there, there's fights, there's destruction, there's all that we don't want, all right? And um, I just thank God that he just revealed that, you know, the moment that you love your neighbor as you love yourself, then you are able to not compare yourself to the next person. You're able to understand that, ah, if God says that I have plans for you, And I have plans to prosper you, meaning that also he has plans to prosper, my friend. He has plans to prosper my neighbor. He has plans to prosper my church community. So it's not always just about me, but it's about the people around me. It's about fellowship and it's about um, all those things. And yeah, and I also just want to read the last scripture and then we're just going to have a conversation And it's in Matthew chapter 7, verse um, 12. And this is the golden rule. Honeys, it's the golden rule. (laughs) It says, always do for other people everything you want them to do for you. So um, I'm going to say it straight like this. If as as an individual you want to prosper or you want good things for yourself please understand that the next person who's close to you they feel the same way they want to prosper they want good things for them and um that's where the unity comes in that if i have a friend that i love so much and there's an opportunity that comes right I have to maybe be like, friend, there's an opportunity. Don't you want to do this and this or whatever? There's an opportunity, a business opportunity. Do you want to go into it or you don't want to go into it? You understand? Like meaning that the way I care for myself, I'm going to care for the next person. And understanding that, um, you know, I want to do better in life. The next person also wants to do better in life. So you understand what I mean? So meaning that whatever you, you want for yourself... Or how you want people to treat you. It's the same way that you need to treat the other person. Period. That's it. And that's why I love the Bible. Because it will just, it will just come through. My friend likes saying, it will come for your edges. <laughs> and that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Um, and like I just love this. Can I read it again, guys? Always do for other people everything you want them to do for you. I mean, simple. Do that and love your neighbor as you love yourself and go back to how does this life look like it's patient it's kind it's not jealous it doesn't even compare all right so i want us to understand this that when we are in a community when we are in a uh when we're in a relationship when we have our friendships and all that we need to understand that we you know god is open to bless to blessing everyone around us and comparing yourself to the next person it doesn't really um, help you with anything actually it takes away the joy of living it takes away the joy of becoming who God has called you to be so today I want us to look at our lives and I want us to look at our friendship circles and say you know what the way I love myself I'm going to love my friend The way I love myself, I'm going to love my family because this is what God wants me to do. It's not some sort of an idea that I saw on Instagram. It's not some sort of an idea that I saw on uh, on Pinterest, on Colts or on whatever. But this is what God wants me to do. God wants me to love my neighbor as I love myself all right, God wants me to show this love that show, like with patience, with kindness, with love. Remember foot of the spirit, like God wants me to show this love. And how do I show this love? I need to go back to what the word of God says. It's simple, right? And I cannot compare myself and expect God to bless me. I cannot compare myself and expect myself to be content with who God has made me to be. If I start comparing myself with the next person, now I'm unhappy with myself. I'm unhappy with my body. I'm unhappy with my life. I'm unhappy with everything around me. And please, understand this is what the enemy wants. The enemy wants us to feel like, you know, our lives um, amount to nothing. And that's why he brings the cycles of comparison. That's why he brings the cycles of jealousy. That's why he, he brings the cycle of just destruction between friendship and relationships and all that. And I just want to encourage you today that, you know, the moment we start, we stop comparing ourselves that's where the blessing of God really shows up. The moment I see an opportunity and I say, my friend, this is it, let's go for it. The moment I see my friend, you know, doing big things and I'm just like, this is amazing. This is great. I'm excited for you because I know that the same way that I'd want to, 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 you know, to, to, to show love. That's how I want my friend to also show me love. And this is what it says. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Whatever that you do, that's what you're going to receive. And that's we find it in the word of God. And I want us to go back and look at our lives, look at our friendship and say, was I really a, a loving person to my friend? Was I really a loving person to my family? members was I a loving person to my husband well you know was I a loving person to the people around me at work wherever I am was I a loving person because this is what God wants me to do or was I comparing myself to them was I always wanting to come out first you know and I think that's one of the things that we need to like shake off shake off comparison shake off competition shake it off because God wants us to live in unity God wants us to love each other God wants us to be there for one another God wants us to you know uh, uh to be to, to 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 be in unity where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom there is unity there is love and i think that if we get to a point where we understand that the same way i want to be successful is the same way that my friend or my my, my family member or, or uh, my church community wants to be successful that's how they, like literally literally if we get that if we love each other with this love that is in in Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians 13, listen, God is going to bless us, and let us go into, you know, this week, and just tell ourselves that, you know what, I'm going to be a changed person, I'm going to love those around me with this love that God sees I must love them with. I'm I'm gonna stop comparing myself because when I compare myself, I'm taking away the blessings, I'm taking away the plans that God has for me because I'm actually being someone else and I'm not content with who God has made me to be. So I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to love my neighbor as I love myself. I'm going to love my friend as I love myself. Because listen, this is what God wants us to do. And I think I'll, I'll just keep on saying it because this is the word of God. I'm not saying something that is out of my head, but I'm saying something that I was like, God, we need help. We need help. We need to break the cycle of comparison, the cycle of jealousy, the cycle of I always want to come out first. And understand that God wants us to live in unity. We just need to love each other okay can we do that today can we just love one another so much can we appreciate one another so much can we support each other so much understanding that this is what god wants us to do i'm excited i'm really excited and i know that is this is challenging because you know um a life is not always the way packaged the way we think you know um it is, and we just need God, we just need God to guide us. We just need the wisdom from God. you know, every little thing that we do, we need God. And if we overcome this cycle of just comparing ourselves and understanding that, you know what? I'm gonna live a life that God wants me to live. and that's the love, the life of love. you know. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm just gonna say it again. Go back into your life, reflect and ask yourself. Do I actually love my neighbor as I love myself? Do I love my church community as I love myself? Do I love those around me as I love myself? Do I love... Like, ask yourself, challenge yourself, and be honest with yourself. Because the moment you're not honest with yourself, you'll never change. And God wants us to be honest with ourselves. Um... And that's why he brings revelations like this so that we see life differently because our flesh is clouded by the enemy. The enemy wants us to fight. The enemy wants us to have disagreements. The enemy wants us to not have unity. And we're not going to allow that. But we're going to take in the word of God and we're going to be changed people. We're going to be people that love each other so much that, that, that don't compare each other that, 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 you know, don't live in comparison and we just love each other. And I want to encourage you guys today that, you know what, go back to the word of God, read the word of God, read the scriptures again, pray. your heart i think it's important that we pray for because one thing if i don't pray for my heart (laughs) my flesh is going to take over literally if i don't if i don't ignite my spirit like literally let's forget it you know so i just want to encourage us today that let's go back to the first love let's go back to what god has called us to do to just love and when we love there's no room for comparison there's no room for jealousy there's no room for any destruction so let's go out there, let's love one another, let's support one another, let's speak goodness about one another, and let's pray for one another. One of the most important things as well, pray, love, um, um, and, 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 and continue to just love one another. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say, love, 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 Love. let's love one another. And until next time, until the next episode, show love to one person today and speak encouragement into their lives Love you so much, guys, and thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.